0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: What's up, family? Jared, the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and The Boss Man Show at BossManshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show. Twitter at Bossman Show and Facebook Bossman Show. It's the Bossman on your radio.
0: Listen to The Bossman Show with your host, JR. Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King.
1: What's up, good people? BetOnline online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. When well,
0: the game starts. BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews, you name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network.
1: You folks, back on the Boston Man Show, going to the OVC, Dr. John Pelfrey, somebody who you all know from South Alabama, and and, and also from Arkansas, and now at Tennessee Tech, in Cooksville, in Putnam County, Tennessee, Coach Pelfrey, to talk to you, man, how's life up there
2: in Cooksville, man? It's, everything is going great, we're very fortunate, excited about our opportunity here at Tennessee Tech, and um, proud of the progress we made last year, and and uh, we really believe in this group of young men we got here now. So we got a lot of hard work ahead of us still to do. Um, but um, uh, we got a lot of challenges, obviously, in our league and our non conference. But we were so excited about it to have a chance to compete in college basketball.
1: And, coach, for you, do um, you feel like the 21 season, I know it wasn't the amount of wins you wanted to have, but you thought like that was like the point where you, you kind of knew post COVID what you had going on last year. Win all 11 games in the OVC as well. So you feel like in 21, really kind of turned the point for your programming where the guys really believed what you were trying to get them to do all those years after COVID.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, all of us learned a lot during COVID. There was a lot of things. We just had no idea what to expect. Um, Had to come up with different processes of operating, teaching, coaching, even playing. Um, You know, in year two of that, even though COVID was supposed to be gone, you know, um, it wasn't, you know, uh, um, we got shut down. A lot of teams got shut down a second time and had to, had to go through some makeup games for us. It was really challenging because coming out of Christmas was when our shutdown happened and we had to play, I think for five weeks, three games a week. And, uh, you know, college players are not accustomed to doing that. And that doesn't may not sound like a huge deal, but when you put in classes, when you put in travel, um, it, it was a lot. So the second year was, it was about as challenging, unfortunately, as the actual year that we had to deal with COVID. Last year was, I would say, was more of a normal situation, primarily because um, the young men that were on our team last year, they all had a chance to come and visit our campus, or we had a chance to go visit with them. Uh, I love technology. This Zoom call is great right now, me and you're doing, um, but it's not always the best way, you know, to conduct business when you're hiring uh, or you're recruiting somebody because I feel like I'm much better face-to-face. I need that. I need to look in your eyes. I need to, uh, you to kind of see me, read body language. Um, I think those things are really important. So last year, um, I really believe that, you know, the assistant coaches um, – and, and our young men, um, they got it right. And, uh, um, I think you saw that cause it wasn't always easy, but no. if you're going to recruit the character. If you're going to recruit to, you know, the class, uh, and, and, and guys who, you know, f- find value to leadership and books and ball being professional, um, you kind of got to sit down and have some face-to-face meetings. So when it does get hard, um, you know what you're going to lean on together to get it done. And that's what happened. I would tell you this. Um, I needed those young men probably more than they needed me um, because um, there's a lot of different ways to to play basketball. There's a lot of different ways to coach it. There's a lot of different ways to put it together. Um, those guys really uh, further my belief in the way we're doing things um is the way I want to do it. So I'm so appreciative of them last year. I wish I could have been a little bit better to get us organized, um, uh, you know, prepared for certain situations in our non-conference. But that's something, you know, now that you've got the transfer portal, you're going to have eight, nine, 10 new guys every year. Oh, and yes. as a coach, you're going to have to get comfortable with that, but you're also going to have to get good at how you prepare how you practice to put guys in situations so when you go into a game you're not having to figure it out for the first time I think uh, uh, that's something that I'm trying to be very intentional about right now is when you get under four minutes down to that two minute mark what are we going to run Who's whose hands are we going to put the ball in where can we best excel 100 percent, coaching
1: and I feel like this is where it's important. I know back when I played, we didn't have the four hours in summertime. So now those summertime hours that you have now, those four hours. Also, this time before games on November sixth start, I practice start officially here. That's time to build camaraderie, kind of put some things in here and there and get guys on one accord because with all the new players you gotta build chemistry. You can't just imagine if we didn't have the we have the summertime <laughs> trying to build chemistry from summer 25th November 6th that'll be crazy <laughs> but thank god we have what we have now coach
2: no it really is and so with the way the thing is set up now it's so different in the way I've done it for 20 plus years um, now the season's over with as soon as it's over with you start communicating with your team trying to figure out who's staying who's leaving you start trying to figure out you know recruiting high school players, junior college players, who's going to be the best fit, who can you get, all those types of things. You've literally got 100 days to put this thing together before you start training camp, so to speak, June 1st. And June and July is important. And like you said, you can no longer kind of let these things happen organically because you're going to have guys around two, three, four years. That's not the case. You've got to be, again, very intentional and deliberate, about creating contact among your team, these collisions where um, you're trying to create culture. You're trying to help them um, get to know each other. Uh, They've got to be, they got to buy into that. That's got to speed up. I'm still a firm believer that the greater the love in the locker room, the greater the team. And the only way you can have that type of care about each other is to know each other. And, if you got if you're not going to be around here but nine months to a year which you know unfortunately that's what it's going to be um for we've got so we've got like eight new guys again this year um there's just not a lot of time to sit down uh or there's not a lot of time to waste days of not being intentional about getting to know each other so we do different stuff you're 100 accurate we'll have meals together we'll go bowling together we'll We'll create team uh, building. Obviously, we'll make practice really hard and challenging where they got to lean on each other. Um, But we're also challenging them on their own because the coaches can't do everything. you got to have a player-run program. And if you value leadership, then the best thing you can do is not only take care of yourself, learn your role and responsibilities, but a real leader starts trying to help somebody with theirs. And the place you start with that is by asking somebody – about themselves, about their family, where they come from, what do they do, what's important to you. Why are you so such a hard worker? Why do you love college basketball? Because everybody's got a story to tell, and everybody's got, to, in order to get here, somebody's had to help them. And when I know that you know my story, even though you may not be the biggest or the best, I'm going to say, that's okay. That's my dude. I'm riding with him. He knows me. He cares about me. He spent time with me. Uh, I understand who he is. He understands who I am. And uh, I want to go to battle with him. So you're right, that is critical. So building relationships every single day is is important.
1: There's this world, Coach Perelfrey, where you know things have become so transactional, you don't really know who's loyal to you anymore. But when we show it, you feel it, relationships are real because I feel like that in my those radio, you know, I know I have to go out there and be relationships with people outside to keep the show going. And people know that about y'all. you I, I, I real. I'm gonna tell you how it is, and I'm gonna be real with you. That's like that now in this world, because basketball, because athletics now. So, test who's who's really who's fake, because now you'll know and feel it. And who who really do care about you? No, who really does, does care about your well being, and not just a number to help them win games or it really help the holistic. If you're trying to help you as a young man on and off the court.
2: Yeah, you know, I think that's a great challenge in life, especially in. Um college basketball because, and, and, and listen, this NIL and transfer portal has made it even more challenging because becoming more and more of a business, it's almost professional basketball. Right. So uh, when you enter into that world, um, it's because they're not quite young men yet. They're not quite ready for that. there's still so much learning that goes on and this is still a breeding ground for it's okay to make mistakes uh, it's, it's not okay to keep making those same one 10 times in a row. What are you, what you've got to do is you got to learn from that. Um, so yeah, and you don't want to become transactional. And if you do, that's a bad, you cause you're teaching on that too. I've had mm-hmm. it happen to me a couple of times, you know, and I didn't like how I felt being used. And I certainly, um, now that I'm aware of, of those types of situations, um, I want to stay out of that. I don't want to make somebody feel that way. We tell these guys all the time, we're not using you for basketball. So you better go to class. You better get your study hall hours. Um, You better uh, act right, have the right attitude and body language because you're not that good. None of us are. And so uh, we want to live up to that. We tell the kids that we tell the parents that, um, but then there's also a balance because we are here to win basketball games. So, I think it's like being a parent. It's like any leader in any situation. Um, when you have great organizations, um, it's not always about the bottom line, uh, but the best way to get a bottom line, best way to get a really good outcome, the best way to win is for us to all be bought in every single day about learning, growing, getting better, and taking care of each other. And, Coach, for you having eight new guys, that
1: kind of uh, trying to figure out that that chess piece in this puzzle as you all go to practice right now, trying to figure out, Who's gonna get to, get the play, who's gonna be in the rotation. But are you seeing guys who really compete harder knowing that they, I, I, eight of them are new? And five of them are coming back on scholarship returning. So how has that been how has that been practice for you guys as you get ready for your close scrimmages here coming up real soon here, end of them sixth, right, right right down the road?
2: Yeah, I think you've got to get really good at at um, you know, teaching the game in an efficient manner. You gotta spend time with these guys yourself. Uh, as a head as a head coach, I'm very hands-on. You've also got to have assistant coaches who who buy into the philosophy as well. Um, I'm super excited about our staff. I've got two guys here that's been with me the whole time starting year five. I've got another young man who's been here. uh, This is starting his third year. I've got another young man who's with us and he's starting his second year. I think there's power and continuity. Um, So I think we can help. We can all be aware and help each other play well in the sandbox because we can't expect them, meaning the players, to have camaraderie, chemistry, culture, If it's not, uh, if we're not demonstrating that with the staff. So, but I think you also got to have leadership from guys coming back. Uh, Deontay Wood and Javis Harvey are two guys that have been on our team. Um, Specifically Deontay, we recruited him to Alabama. Um, Been around him for a long, long time. He knows what we're all about. We know what he's all about. Uh, He's able to help us establish relationships. He's able to help... uh, Take our message to the players um, when we're not around, um, and he's helped. He helps us all have a better relationship with each other. is amazing because even though he's he is one of our better players, it's not that he's the biggest or the best either. He's flawed in many ways as a player. Uh, he understands the game. He can play multiple positions, um, and it, he never play. It's never about him as a player. He's a very very. He just plays the game the right way. He's unselfish. He's the same way in relationships. He treats everybody amazing. Um he knows what it's like to be in different programs and not being looked after and cared for. Um and I think uh, that really shows through with him. Um he, he's just an he's irreplaceable. Um so I think when you've got leadership like that, it really helps speed up your learning curve.
1: 100% coach now. How for you? How has the OVC changed since Belmont and those teams left Murray, the new teams coming in? How side is the new league members of the OVC and how it's kind of remade re- itself through your time in
2: the OVC? Well, it's a totally different league. I We've lost five programs, and they're all really good programs, you know, specifically in basketball. Um, you know, It doesn't mean the league is any easier. Um, it's certainly the travel has gotten a little bit harder. Uh, we're, we're, we're not quite the Ohio Valley anymore. We're kind of the Ohio Valley in name only, but, um, yeah, there's really good coaches, really good players. There's you're finding more and more, uh, programs who are transitioning to division one, who are serious about being division one programs, uh, that have really good facilities and putting resources behind their coaches, trying to invest in their players. Um, you know, it's a real challenge. I think when you go back and look at last season, you know, um, there wasn't a lot of wiggle room between the top eight teams. I mean, it was a, it was a small margin. Matter of fact, uh, you know, Simo ended up winning, I think, four games in four days to to win the championship. So um, I think there's great parity in our league right now.
1: Well, 100%. And, and, uh, <laughs> and I know for me, uh, I told this to Kyle Schwartz at OVC, why are you doing the Vega the day in Evansville? Do it in Nashville. I was like, come up in Atlanta and see, come up and down to Evansville now it's a, the media days so i'm like come on man i need like to do better but yeah man I, even, I like even hey, something like like knows, guys but yeah man coaches it's it's amazing what it is, like you said very tight margins which is good i think it's opportunity now because you know for a while we know this bill by the murray state for a little while there but now everybody's opportunity now wide open that so just if we play the right way and we get to get, get high in Evansville we can go to the big dance too
2: No, that's exactly right, and um, I think uh, we're very excited about our opportunity to be a part of that, be a part of the conversation. You know, certainly our history here, they haven't been to the NCAA tournament in over 60 years. Um, I think anytime you can, quote-unquote, kind of do something for the first time, certainly do something for the first time in a long time, um, that's pretty special. It'll be able to leave a mark on everybody, especially our players, and that's something they'll be able to take with them like, Here's where we were. It looked impossible. People told us we couldn't do it. We had to go through this, this, and this. We didn't quit. We stayed with it. Um, all these fundamental things you hear everybody talk about, and all of a sudden we found ourselves in a situation, and now all we got to do is capitalize on our opportunity. Those are life lessons. Those aren't just building a college basketball program. Those are life lessons that these young men, that when we get this done, when we get this accomplished, um people want to hire them, whether it's in athletics or in another area of uh of business, um, everybody wants to be around somebody that's accomplished something great or that's taken on something hard and not ran from it.
1: And coach, uh best kids, um you what your guys' location between Nashville and Knoxville, uh in the similar time, how's it get you guys internships for their training for life after basketball? That's- we are going to boss up bounce for us all eventually. So how does that mean to get those guys that holistic point of view about that internship networking between Nashville and Nashville so they can have something to follow back on once they leave Tennessee Tech, well, hopefully with a, with a degree and a, a career down the road but after that's over, getting get to what they chose to do in school?
2: Yeah, I think we're very fortunate here. We offer a, a lot of different things for our guys, you know, from an academic standpoint, from um, – you know where we're located. Standpoint, there's opportunities for these guys to be involved in some different things. And if it's something you want to do, we can do it. You know, I always use the example of like a lot of times when guys come to college, it's important for them to get three meals, right? And it doesn't sometimes it doesn't really matter what three meals it is because some guys just need to eat three times a day, right? And but if there's somebody who's really serious about, you know, um, diving into their diet eating lean, eating clean, uh, hydrating the, the, the correct way, you know, we have resources for that as well. Uh, so we feel like, you know, and and not everybody's going to want to do that at this age right now. We totally understand that, but we really take a lot of pride here and be able to support these guys in a lot of different areas and, and obviously pro- uh, providing them with, whether it's an internship, a summer job, or, you know, some sort of mentorship just to, or where they can, you know, ask questions. Like my daughter, just graduated and and uh, she had three different jobs this summer trying to figure out what she wants to do, what she wants to try, looking at this, looking at that. Um, I think that's really good and healthy.
1: 100% coach. And I'm ask you some coach, from do I understand, I'm knowing in OVC, you know, a lot of times you guys play these buy games um, out of conference to, to raise money. And how tough is the schedule games these days, coach, with the Some conferences going to 20 games, trying to get home games at your place in Cookville, trying to play MTEs. How challenging is it for you and your staff to come up with with a schedule
2: each year, man? Yeah, it is. You know, I think uh, it's it's very challenging, um, no matter what level it is. Uh, It's probably the second most important thing you do behind recruiting is getting your schedule right. Uh, The one thing I would say is at this level, there's just not a lot of easy games. You can lose literally every single night um, because there's just not this great gap, you know, between teams at this level. So, uh, and then you throw it on top of that, you've got to play some guarantee games to, you know, bring in some dollars, you know, to help out your program, to help out other programs on campus. Um, You know, those are all types of games where, uh, it's, it's super challenging to win, quite honestly. They're never going to be at home. They're all going to be on the road. Uh, a lot of times it's in Power Five conferences. Uh, so those are super challenging. And then, you know, you try to find some teams maybe that are non-one games, so to speak, uh, to offset that. So you can kind of, if you have to play three, hopefully you can go three and three. Well, the non-one teams right now, there's a lot of really good teams down there. The non-one teams, they got they got to the transfer portal too. So you, it's really hard to figure out who they got. And nobody really wants to lose to one of those people, right? Um, So it's – then, like you said, when you're – if you go to 20 games, it's even less of an opportunity to schedule those games, try to get you some games you can win, and then also get some quality home and home series for, quote, unquote, your fans, right? Um, Basketball is really bad for the holidays. you got Thanksgiving and and, uh, Christmas slammed in here. Kids are off campus. Um, It's challenging for attendance and those types of things. So there's so many things to consider. And um, it's, it's, you know, I think it's a great challenge for us sometimes and trying to communicate with our administration, our administration, our bosses, with our conference office people, like how to build a team, how to build a league, how to build a program. um, And, you know, how to possibly get two teams in. It's it's a great debate. It's not as clear cut as simple as say, Oh, play a really good schedule well you know what it's hard to tell anymore who's going to be good because there's a transfer portal kids are every the teams change so much so just because somebody was good last year doesn't mean they're going to be good this year and on on top of all that even if we want to play you and you're a really good team and you're willing to come play us we got to find a date that works so um yeah it's a very complicated it takes a lot of time um and it's a real challenge
1: that's one, Coach, uh, uh, you got a contract, contract extension to 26, 27. And uh, tell me about how that made you feel, knowing that the administration sees what you're building over there and seeing the 80, 80 those that you're doing well. So how did it make you and your staff feel know like there's some stability here for a few more years to give, keep a building this program up?
2: Yeah, you know, I think uh, that was one of the big reasons I, w- I felt comfortable getting back into leadership because I felt like I had a chance to be on the same page with – my bosses mark wilson the athletic director president odom uh the president of the school uh, i think that's really important so Just you got to be in li- in alignment there about how you want to go about doing things again there's different ways to do this um you know and, and i think we're on the same page about how we want to do this um so i'm excited about that um certainly not into cutting corners taking shortcuts um all that type of stuff. They aren't either. The very process-oriented here as well. Um, and I think when you – I'm not looking to have, you know, one good year and then go away, you know. I, I'm not into that either. I want to kind of get this place where year in, year out, we've got ourselves in the mix, in the conversation. Not that we're going to win it every single year. That'd be great we'll, if we do. But I think consistency and being in the conversation is kind of where you want to be.
1: I got one bonus question for your coach. Talk about the state of Tennessee and how the all the basketball s- programs are building up so well from you from you guys, Tennessee Tech, and Lipscomb, Austin P, Ryan and Martin, Tennessee State, you know Brooks over there, ETSU, Dana of Chattanooga, you know, and, and of course Penny Hardaway and Rick Barnes in, in Memphis and Tennessee. So about how the state, and also Nick McDermott at MTSU. But just talk about the state and how all these party coaches inside the state. Needs how these programs are all built up and they play the right way.
2: Yeah, I mean, you got Chattanooga, you got East Tennessee State. Don't forget Jerry Stackhouse at Vanderbilt. I mean, like, um, there's a lot of really quality basketball programs in our state. And uh, it's an exciting time to be a part of. It really is. Um, I've been to a couple of events, you know, over the summer where, you know, one of them specifically was uh the coaches versus cancer of Tennessee, and all those guys were there. It's very humbling. Uh, you're in a very select group of individuals, uh, both men and women, um, who are serious about basketball, who've had success in basketball, who are looking to have more success. Very, very competitive, very humbling. Um, but at the end of the day, it's also very exciting.
1: 100%. Well, Coach for we're to talk to you again. it's been a few, few couple of years we've we chatted uh, last, but uh, that does do us again with you. Hope you have a great success this year. Hopefully you are cut down the nets in Evansville. And we talk at the March, Coach.
2: I appreciate you anytime.
1: Let's coach you be safe, man. Take care, yes. sir. All right.
0: BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network.
1: What's up, good people? Beto Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter, at Bossman Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio.
0: Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR. Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM1010, The King.